Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining me to talk about right now is the editor-in-chief, also beat writer for the pewterreport.com website, Mark Cook. Uh, joining me to talk a little Tampa Bay Buccaneer football. Mark, good to have you on the show. Appreciate you making some time. Um, at what point did this thing start to feel real for people in Tampa Bay? You know, I think really last week when the, the, the free agent tampering uh, period went uh, started, you know, which starts a couple days before official free agency, which kicked off Wednesday at 4 o'clock, so probably about Monday. You know, I, I don't know that it actually felt real until – we got closer to Wednesday, um, and, and then once it kind of, you know, the report started coming out via the, the big national guys that, that he had chosen Tampa Bay, then it became a waiting game, and it drove fans crazy until it was official on Friday. But, you know, it's something that really we had discussed even going all the way back to January. You can, I mean, people can look at PeterReport.com and go to our, our podcast section. Back on January 9th, we talked about, you know, Brady to the Buccaneers. Now, listen. We thought it was a you know one in a, a hundred chance maybe that he would end up here in Tampa Bay, but we knew the Buccaneers were unhappy with the play of Jameis Winston and they were going to look and try and upgrade and um, and and so we started looking at you know potential guys that, that could possibly be um, you know available for the Buccaneers and, and Brady was just one of several names of course uh, I can't say that with any certainty that we we predicted it by any stretch but um, but uh, but it's real uh, it's unfortunate to a degree because of what's going on in the world right now, I guess. Um, I don't want to say it's knocked the luster off of it. And you mentioned that it's actually provided a bit of a distraction uh, for, for people. But, um, but anyway, it's, uh, you know, there's no press conference schedule. There's no Tom Brady walking out, uh, you know, at, at Raymond James Stadium wearing the new jerseys the Buccaneers are going to have this year. None of those things. All that stuff is kind of on hold right now, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Mark. We're talking to Mark Cook of PewterReport.com. I've been saying that since the – since the signing earlier this week, and you have to understand, I live in Houston where the DeAndre Hopkins news cycle was burying almost everything for about two or three days. But, but, but even with everything going on in the world, I, I, I had felt kind of that same way too, which is like, man, this, is, this should be like the equivalent, equivalent of LeBron James going somewhere, and I'm just not getting that vibe off of it. Like, it's very significant, obviously, but I'm glad you brought that up because you give us a local angle on it. Is, has it felt sort of that way, too? And I think you just alluded to it, but if you could expand on that, just the, the general feeling of the hype surrounding it in Tampa. Has it been a bit more subdued than you think it would normally be? Well, I mean, just, just naturally, yes, it has been a little bit more subdued. But if you go on Twitter and you follow any of the Buccaneer fans, I mean, they're just ecstatic. And, yeah. and with good reason, because, listen, this franchise – has not been very good for a long time. I mean, I think it's going on 14 years without a playoff appearance. And, um, you know, any any glimmer of hope for an organization uh, like the Buccaneers, who I believe have the second longest playoff drought behind the Cleveland Browns right now in the NFL, uh, you know, is cause for celebration. Again, we, we know what all is going on in the world, and, and, and that's a real deal. 
uh, a tough situation for us all to deal with, and we're just hoping there's going to be a football season for Tom Brady to play in. But, um, you know, yeah, it's subdued to a degree, but Buccaneer fans are, are super excited. Uh, you know, before Brady signed and, and Brady's name was discussed, I kind of felt like it was a 50-50 split, right? There were still a lot of people that wanted Jameis Winston to be re-signed. Mm. And, and let's face it, the entire nation, if you don't live in New England, has been cheering against this guy essentially for 20 years. No, he's not a bad guy, but I think we all, you know, were, were, were overloaded with the Tom Brady and, the, and, and what have they been to nine Super Bowls and he's won six of them. I mean, you know, I mean, we all kind of, you know, wanted to see somebody new hold that trophy up. So it was kind of fun to cheer against Tom Brady. And so now Buccaneer fans are trying to figure out, man, how do I go from not liking a guy to all of a sudden celebrating him as the quarterback of the franchise? I will say this. Once the news became official, that 50-50 turned into about a 90-10 <laughs> split. You know what I mean? Uh, Buccaneer fans are really happy. Yeah, and um, and I would imagine Tampa Bay is a place that is all of a sudden, at least for the you know the Tom Brady era, is going to be a place where guys are looking to, you know, maybe older players who have made their money are going to look at Tampa Bay as the place to go sign a one-year deal for $4 million bucks to go chase a ring. How strange will that feel? Uh, that would be kind of strange. The Buccaneers cleared some salary cap space today with tight end Cameron Brate restructuring his deal. Uh, they entered free agency with either the fourth or the fifth most cap room. But, you know, when you sign Tom Brady and JPP yeah. and, and, and Shaq Barrett, the leading sacker from last year, it ate up a big chunk of what they had available. But they've cleared some room, and there's some more opportunities to clear some more room for some of these guys that may want to jump on the train. And, uh, look, Buccaneer fans can't complain about bandwagon, right? Uh, they just haven't been good. They can't fill that stadium. I, there was a few people right away who were like, hey, if you weren't a fan before, you can't be a fan now. And I, I got on Twitter and said, that's just ludicrous. I mean, do you want to sit with a half-filled stadium? Of course. Listen, if you weren't around in 1976 when the Buccaneers started, aren't isn't all Buccaneer fans essentially bandwagon? I mean, you had to have jumped on the fan train at some point. So I thought that was kind of unfair. But, you know, they're expecting uh, sellouts at Raymond James Stadium, which hasn't happened in a long, long time. I mean, sporadically. I think one of the last sellouts was when Tom Brady came and they played on a Thursday night game a few years mm. ago. Um, there's just not very many sellouts. So that stadium, again, knock on wood, we can play football in September. Uh, it, it's going to be fun again because I was here in the 2000s and in the 90s when um, this team was good under Tony Dungy and then eventually mm. John Gruden. Um, and, and, and it was an electric place, a tough place to play, and it just hasn't been that way in a long, long time. We're talking to Mark Cook of PewterReport.com, talking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mark, I, I made a statement in the open of this show that I did just off the top of my head, and I don't have nearly the historical knowledge of the Bucks as you do, so I'll, just, I'll run my statement by you to see if it passes the smell test. But is this the biggest acquisition that the Bucks have made since Gruden in 2002? Bigger than Gruden. I, I think it's bigger than Gruden. Now, I say that because there wasn't, you know, the social media that we had. What was there, MySpace maybe back in 2000? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, AOL chat rooms. People right. were chatting up the Gruden <laughs> trade. But, you know, now with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and uh, whatever <laughs> else there is out there these young people do, uh, it is a huge, huge buzz. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly the biggest since John Gruden. Really, when you go back, you've got, uh, other than that, you have the trade for Darrell Rivas. Mm -hmm. I think that was 2012 or 2013, somewhere around there, uh, which was big. But again, we're talking a defensive back as opposed to a quarterback, uh, a guy who's won six Super Bowls. And 
Um, then other than that, the first-round pick of Jameis Winston. I think that was a big deal in the Tampa Bay area in 2015 because he was the number one overall pick, and there was a lot of speculation. Is it going to be Winston? Is it going to be Mariota? Uh, so, but yeah, there's there's no question about it. I, I, would, I would venture to say this is the biggest acquisition in franchise history in the 45 years of, of Buccaneer football. Makes sense. Uh, we're talking to Mark Cook of FuturReport.com. You mentioned Jameis. Uh, what do you think happens with, with Jameis here in the short term and the long term? You know, I, I'm a big Jameis Winston fan. Um, people may think I'm crazy, but but even as a person, as a beat writer, um, as, as getting an opportunity to meet Jameis Winston, to interact with him on a daily basis, to spend time at his football camps, his uh, work with the Special Olympics, his Jameis Winston Dream Forever Foundation, the things that he's done in the Tampa Bay community, getting to know his family uh, on a personal level, uh, I'm a big fan of him as a young man. Now, the the, the transgressions we 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 can talk about them all day long. Uh, Jameis Winston has grown uh, tremendously since the day he walked in that building till now. I mean, he's a father now. He's soon to be married. Um, you know, his life is completely different than when he came out of college at Florida State. So, personally, I'm a big fan of Jameis Winston as the man, as a quarterback. He, he can he does every single thing you ask him to do except protect the football yeah. and Sean that's that's the reason he's not here that's this single that's the only reason he's not here because nobody works harder he's first one in first one out um, everybody's raved about him the entire five years even going back to his college time at Florida State I mean he's a leader uh, players gravitate towards him he has a charisma he has a presence and um, you know he, 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 he obviously has a talented arm the 5,109 yards does not come by accident. Neither does throwing 33 touchdown passes. I mean, that's not an easy accomplishment in the NFL. So, um, you know, but where he ends up, I, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. This, this, this situation we're in with the, with the health crisis has hurt things because Jameis Winston needs to be able to go walk into an office mm. of a head coach and a general manager and say, you know, this is who I am as a person. This is what I want to be. This is how I think I can get better. And he can't do that right now. And I think that's hurting him as much as anything, to be honest with you. The 30 yeah. interceptions withstanding, that's the big thing. That's the big knock on Jameis Winston. But there's been a lot of quarterbacks in NFL history that um, were not nearly as talented as Jameis Winston and had no problem finding jobs. So it, it is surprising that he hasn't latched on somewhere. I would personally would love, wouldn't mind seeing him go to New Orleans and, yeah. and back up Drew Brees or Taysom Hill or um, potentially go to Pittsburgh and back up. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. I think those are a couple destinations. I'm really surprised that San Diego hasn't reached out. Uh, why not use him and let him go fight with Tyrod Taylor for that starting job? He knew that the Chargers do draft somebody at number six. Um, I'm I'm just really shocked about things, to be honest with you, that he hasn't found a job. But I think the COVID-19 situation is kind of hurting him to a degree, uh, in addition, obviously, to the to the interception problem. Mark, we got about a minute. What are expectations now in Tampa for the Bucks this year? Playoffs and deep playoffs, Shawnee. You can't, you can't make this trade and sign this guy. And and the expectations were, were rising anyway with the play of this offense, which was a top five offense last year, uh, a defense which after week ten was one of the best defenses in the NFL. Uh, can they sustain that going out and spending the money to re-sign Jason Pierre-Paul, getting Shaq Barrett back on the franchise tag? Um, you know, a young secondary that's growing. There was a lot of expectations for this football team without Tom Brady, and now that Tom Brady's here, uh, it has to be the playoffs or bust, because if not, there's going to be some people losing their job if this team ends up 5-11 and or 6-10 and or 7-9 and next year. It's not going to be pretty in Tampa Bay, I'm afraid.
Yeah, yeah. There's no slow build when your quarterback is 43 years old right. to start the season. No doubt about that. Mark Cook, PewterReport.com. Mark, really appreciate the time. Keep up the great work. And uh, man, when the football season gets here, and it'll get it'll get here at some point. Uh, enjoy it, man. That's uh, really cool for you guys down in Tampa. Yeah, we're excited. And listen, anytime you guys need us from PewterReport.com, don't don't hesitate to give us a shout. You guys stay safe and healthy in Houston, okay? You do the same. Thanks, Mark. Really appreciate that. Mark Cook joining me here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.